Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Which is actually Life Between Lives, the series. And uh, Regan uh, Forster, uh, Forston uh, is. <laughs> you broke something. Uh, and uh, and uh, Natasha Venter are here. And uh, we just got on. Natasha works hard all day. And Regan works hard all day. And so we have no earthly idea where we're going with this. So, where are we going with this, kids? Well, I like Natasha. What you're talking about about talking about fear. Yeah, because there's there's this this new you know walking into what we're gonna be walking through, and I know a lot of people have sat in fear through a lot of this COVID, and that it's just one of those things that you know we kind of have these things that come to us. That's an individual. We also have things that come from us from past lives that are fears. And we also have things that just come from us from who we live with that aren't necessarily our fears that we kind of listen to all our lives. And then we kind of go, oh, I kind of like that fear. I'm going to stick with it, you know, as a metaphorical, you know, non-thinking idea. And so it's just one of those things that as we walk in life, you know, it's, how do we manage being in fear? And I know for me that there's times where fear has hit me, but then at the same time, I always kind of use the language, who's controlling who? And when I do that, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, you know, I don't necessarily really fear this, but it's an idea that I have to fear this. And then there's the logical fear of falling off a, off a branch or falling off a cliff. I have vertigo, so I don't stand next to cliffs <laughs> because there's a part of me that wants to jump off and there's a part of me that wants to stay healthy. And But yet at the same time, like me and my vertigo, sometimes I let that part of me that I hold on to something so I don't. And then I let that part of me that says jump off, you know, just because sometimes you just got to let that part of you fly <laughs> that wants to fly. And, and, but yet I know I'm safe, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. So it's just an idea out there. Have you, you know? ever had one of those dreams? I had one last night, as a matter of fact, now that you mention it, I was dreaming that I was getting ready for a wedding ceremony and I apparently wasn't wearing my pants and had to put on my pants. And I was on a, uh, a girder outside of a building on the 82nd floor trying to put my pants on on the girder outside and it took me a minute to figure out that that wasn't a very bright idea so then so then <laughs> was, so, so somebody needs to tell me what in the hell that was all about but i maybe it was what i had for dinner i don't know no usually not no. you know usually it's uh symbolic of something well that's, you know another thing too maybe we'll be talking about fears and dreams or something because a lot of times our fears show up in our dreams, you know, that things that we are afraid of will think about it so much um, will manifest that issue to actually happen to us in the dream state or something. Um, 
And uh, luckily, as they're watching out for us, <laughs> you know, it's a little easier sometimes in different levels of uh, existence to like, in other words, if someone's got this fear of getting an automobile accident and in a dream state to have an automobile accident, it's a little easier um, to get through on some other planes than it is here. Here, we're just physical pain and suffering. And, and uh, you know, I know I've had uh, people before that asked their um, their guide on the other side or like in a dream state, like, you know, about going through a big accident. And they said, well, uh, you know, you, you put so much attention on it, you kind of made it happen. And we just were protecting a little bit, letting you go through it in a little easier way. But told them just be sure to watch what you wish for and what you put your attention on because we create, we, we have this power of creating what we think. So, and that's what fears do, right? Natasha, I mean, gosh, I think if, if uh, like now anybody listening to this, get a little pad of paper or and, and maybe even after the show tonight, you know, have a uh, get relaxed or something, put on some nice music and then start writing down different things you're afraid of. And it's going to surprise the heck out of you how many fears that the average person has, you know. I mean, simple things like, oh, gosh, what about what if I lose my job? Oh, what, you know, what if I can't pay the rent? Um, what if my wife leaves me or my, you know, my husband leaves me? Um, what if my kid becomes drug addicted? What am I going to do? What if I get in an automobile accident? My insurance isn't really good enough. Or what if I, you know, you know, what if, because I'm drinking a little bit, what if I run into someone who kills somebody? And well, I mean, that's just, I'm just thinking those off the top of my head of, of things that people think about. Um, but we, um, as human beings, it's like this fear thing is, uh, kind of comes along with the, uh, the incarnation, but that's what we're here to overcome because people find out as they overcome their fears, they get this freedom that is awesome and wonderful. And then life can really, really happen. You know, uh, you know, the old famous saying, there's nothing to fear, but fear itself, you know, I, I'm lucky because because I live in the Northwest and we don't have my biggest fear, which would be that there's a snake in your toilet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I um, you know I wrote that book, uh, that book on fears and phobias called um, "Phobias Gone in One Hour," and in there doing this research, and there in the book, I have about 500 fears and phobias that that people have. And you read them, some of them you laugh your you laugh your butt off because it's like, what, someone's afraid of that? Someone has a fear of that, you know, because it's if it's something you don't have, it seems silly. But to those people that have that, it's it's uh debilitating sometimes, you know. Um so well, and, and too, you know, it's like that fear of in the toilet, you know, it's like <laughs> when when you're in a past life and you, you get your butt bit, you know, it's not all that much fun. But, you know, let's go back to your dream. So, yeah. take it, you know, getting caught with your pants off on a big occasion, it means that you're afraid of not being able to perform in the moment that you need to perform. And then with being on the higher floor and out in the air, you're being very vulnerable. So it's like there's a part of you that's that's fearful or kind of hesitant about being that vulnerable. You know, you can do it in your logical mind, but there's a part of you that's still going, ah, you know, and so that's that part of you that's working through it. And, and then so the wedding or the big occasion, it's setting up for this moment that you're going to be having. And you know, and it's coming into, you know, like for me, the first time I was on the radio, you know, I had to ask, 
okay, is all parts of me in alignment with this? Are we all in alignment to perform, to be the way? And there was a part of me that went, hell no. <laughs> and I said, well, too bad. We're in the car and we're going. So it's all or nothing, guys, you know, because I know that there's all these different parts of me, inner child, you know, you know, teenager, whatever you want to call it, that, that, you know, it has these personalities that, that kind of hold us back, you know, that are fearful because of maybe something that happened in that age group. And so with that, that Kevin, I think that it's just, you know, you have been accomplishing so much and it happens so fast. And there's a part of you that probably is trying to catch up with yourself because it's like, sometimes we do something that is, that we just keep going and we don't realize until after we've done it. Oh crap. We, I did all that, you know, and now you're having this other thing that's kind of huge and it, it's amazing that you're going to be doing this. And so there's a part of you that's trying to catch up at the same time, trying to, to navigate with what's going to go forward. And you're finally catching up with, oh, crap, I'm really here doing this. You know, even though in logicalness, you know, you can do it. It's just that reality of, oh, am I all being able to do this? You know, you know that's a really interesting point. We should talk about that for a little bit because the three of us are here uh, primarily because we're interested in helping mankind and helping hum humankind. But at the same time, I know that Regan, you would like to help more people by by coming to work with you. And I know that uh, um, Natasha would love to be able to have people work with her and also to get in front of. By the way, your dream analysis was probably spot on. By the way, thank uh, you. And to do and to do more and more, so you're we're all working for the same thing. So, does either of you have a fear that suddenly, as an example, Regan? Yeah. You get a call from this publicist, and it says, "Hi, I'm from the Oprah Winfrey Show, and we'd like to have you on uh, to talk about uh, your hypnotherapy and stuff." What would you crap your pants, or would you just be okay with that? Oh, I'd be I'd be great with it. I'd love to do that. That's actually my goal. When I, <clears throat> I um, uh, this week I sent in my report from uh, Kathleen, who was on the show a few weeks ago, because I did, you know, the session I did for her, <clears throat> and I sent all the information we got about asking the guys on the other side about the COVID and and uh, everything, and and sent that in. And um, during that process, she saw me there in her thing, and Michael Newton, who was there, got down off the council table. And he, you know, I think I mentioned that last week, he came over and, and, and I nailed down and he knighted me with a big sword, you know, and, uh, and that, and for some reason, when she even told me that I started crying like a baby, like the week before when I saw him on the other side and I'd seen him, I never met him in, in, in this life. And uh, when I saw him there, I just got all emotional. And, and so it's weird. I got an email back from, um, someone on the board uh, who, who was putting this whole thing together with us therapist trading sessions to ask about COVID on the other side. And uh, she said, well, since Michael uh, Newton knighted you, uh, maybe you want to be on the board and uh, have something to do either with um, promotion or with uh, research. And, wow. And that's not that, but now see, I'm getting even now I can, I started crying again. So, and I'm thinking, what, what do I have all this stuff for? So I'm kind of getting that something's kind of telling me that even though my human self is saying, oh, more work, you know, I just, I'd rather golf, you know, <laughs> I'd rather, you know, my, my selfish self is saying that, but then 
there's something in me that's kind of it's three times I got all emotional about something. So something's telling me something's there. So I'm I'm I just emailed her back and I said, okay, what's entailed in research and what's entailed in you know I mean I don't know how many you know how much of my time that I have to give. So, but I think I'm going to do it. But I think that would be great. So uh, because my whole goal for this in writing my book, the three hours thirty three minutes in heaven, was all about uh, being able to do like what that. Uh, be on shows like yours, Kevin, and do others and, and to get the word out, you know, like, I feel like I'm kind of meant to be more of a, of a front man or the, the barker, you know, outside, you know, telling everybody, Hey, there's this great process. You could go through and visit heaven, you know, and everybody can do it. Come on, you know? And I think uh, my, my years as a comedian and all those times I did uh, stage time all over the world in corporate events, man, when I was on stage, that was the best feeling of my whole life is, you know, doing, you know, the comedy that I did and the fake motivational speaking that I did. <laughs> and it was just, it was awesome. You know, Regan, so, I, I would love to, to go down with you that list a little bit, because oh. you, as you go through life, everything that you do is built. It's like a building blocks, one step and one block in front of the other. Yeah. And so that you, when you, when your time is right, when it's as appropriate for you, that you can then take that jump to the other, to the other place. And that's how you and I got together. It was by virtue of, of the, uh, um, of the, the booking agency and uh and they had no idea who you were and i i love the fact that that you were because you see you have to understand not all of michael newton's people are interested in being on the radio and talking about this stuff yeah you are and you're very and i i think that natasha will agree with me you're very well spoken and you know exactly what you're talking about and so it is time for you at the tender age of 55 or 45 or whatever you are yeah. um, it's a time for you to to uh fly birdie fly and it's coming to pass it's all coming to pass for you that's great yeah so i think like we're all right here uh, kevin you and natasha and i were all kind of stepping up to a ne next level you know of being able to help people you know because like natasha could just be you know at home reading a book right now but here she is giving her time even though she's busy and everything just to you know Put out to people who, who spirit leads to see this video. Um, who knows? Could be five years in the future or something. You know, and uh, you know to realize that um, you know we're closer to the other side than than we realize, and that we don't have to be in all this fear all the mm -hmm. time. You know that there's relief from that. And and Kevin, something that came to me about your dream too, because of the fact that you were in a high, the wedding was in a high rise, right? Yep. Okay, sometimes um, if you, it even could be a sign that your level of awareness, your level of consciousness has risen to a higher level, but when you're not quite comfortable there with it yet, you know, in other words, you don't, you don't feel quite prepared, you're, you're kind of vulnerable, but you're there in that room and because the wedding means something important, it could be like an initiation or just it's something very important. And so you're there, but you're a little uncomfortable because you're new to the room, you know, and then you're just, you're trying to figure out how to, you know, uh, there, but, you know, sometimes I know um, with, it, with uh, uh, spiritual initiations, which people have, and they don't realize sometimes those dreams will be a teacher or a master there. They'll ask you in a sense, are you ready for this next level? And then you either will say yes or no. You either run from it or you'll go, 
oh, I'm scared, but yeah, let's do it. You know. Well, I got <laughs> waking up and dreams, and they go, "Well, oh, it's so weird. It's like I think I just qualified for some kind of job or something." You know? <laughs> but I well, can see, yeah, it's we're all right. We're all this new level. So even though we're at a level now, I think us doing this work, one one benefit is that we we should um, a natural thing from doing the show would be that each of us is raising us to another level on that high rise. The one thing that I would like to do is, is, uh, is based upon this show. And if you're listening to this show, I would love for you to come on so that we can display what Natasha is extraordinary at in, in the work that she does. Um, which, which really is, it's hard. This is, this is a hard forum for someone like you because your strength is working with people to help them deal with what's going on with them. And if, when we don't have a quote unquote guinea pig to do that. <laughs> no, That's no. okay. I'll use you too. Cause like, uh, you know, Regan, the, you know, with that part of you that wants to cry. Well, remember when, after we had our little meeting here, I had a little, shingding with you too and yeah and that's that part of you that is remember that part of you if i can say this that part of you that was standing back well that's that other part of you that's kind of saying i want to be in alignment with coming out and being our truer selves so that's that melding in the middle like i was telling you about yeah. that you know it's, it's that part of you that's coming that's wanting to stay quiet but now wants to say have a voice and that part of you that's always had a voice is able to come back and be more in alignment yeah. together. And that fits too. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's that soul. That's that soul calling when, when our part of us that has the, I don't want to call it ego, but the performer part of us that, that can knows how to do something, you know, it's, we're comfortable at work. We're comfortable at what we're doing. We're comfortable where we're at. And then there's this part of us that's not uncomfortable, that's uncomfortable doing certain things. Yeah. You know, like a mechanic knows how to work on a car, but do they know how to do taxes? You know, so it's that part of us that that can kind of come into an alignment and be in in a, in peace with no matter what we're doing, that it's okay if we don't know and it's okay if we do know. But either way, we're in alignment with what we're supposed to be doing. And that's when our soul kind of goes, oh, I'm here, you know, and it's that it's that even though it's not about doing more work, because if it's something that you want to do, it's not work. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, You're you know, because it, it is about doing, you know, there's always going to be like for me. I, I, you know, I got uh, I'm interacting with someone who wants me in their book. And he asked me to write an email about what he did in a past life. Well, I'm like going, can we just call each other? Because I can be there in a minute if I call. But putting it in an email, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, that takes me, you know, you know, to speak it into the phone. Then it takes me to proof it. Then it takes me to proof it. Then it takes me to prove it because of my dyslexia. And so for me, I can do what I'm doing. But then I have this hiccup. I'm going to call it with writing something. And so I'm all yeah. weekend. I've been and all week last week. I know that this was my story that I was working through that negative part of me. I don't want to call it negative that that part of me that that's hindering. That's that's kind of like my it, it's a little bit of a it's that kid that you're kind of pulling behind you. I don't want to go, mom. I don't want to go, mom, you know. And I'm and I'm saying, but we got we all of us have to go. And this is that part of me that's trying to to get there. You know, yeah. and so there's always going to be a part of us that that struggles with something to be in alignment with it. 
But if we truly want to do it, we have to ask, okay, all my team that's with me in this lifetime, and we don't even know, have to know who our team is. I mean, but it's going to be angels, guides, you know, inner selves, past lives, you know, all these parts of us, fears. Are we in alignment to do this? And if it's that calling that you feel so right to do, you have to kind of see what it is. But I'm grateful, Regan, though, that you're checking in. What is the work that this is going to entail? What is the physical application of this? And yeah. when we can do that physical, you know, see what that physical application is, maybe we can say, you know, this is a strength of mine, but that's definitely not. So is there a way I can work with the group here to see how to balance this out, you know, type of thing? Yes, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm used to, I do that. <laughs> Kids raise their hand on Zoom, you know. <laughs> uh, Regan, um, yeah. having tried to deal with the uh, Newton Institute and not having very much success, I've been trying for literally for years to find someone like you. Oh. It took me to find you to find someone like you because <laughs> there, there isn't anyone else at the Newton Institute that is doing what needs to be done in my humble opinion, which is uh, promotion and marketing. Because yeah, I know they're, um, they're doing a, uh, someone's doing a documentary on it. I know because on my website, I posted a, um, a whole session. It's a, like a two hour session or an hour and 45 minutes of someone actually going through the process. And uh, I, the gentleman that's doing it has been doing it right along with Michael Newton for years wonderful man. Um, but I've never met him in person or anything. So yeah, uh, Natasha, thank you so much for that feedback because see, I'm I think uh, I have a little bit of fear mixed into it. A little bit of, we're talking about fears, um, a little bit of laziness involved in there. Uh, and I'm realizing that any time that I've wanted anything, I've had to put work boots on, but once I get the work boots on and I start trudging forward in it, I get lost in it and I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just said, and I, I thank God for getting me to put those work boots on. Just like, you know, in my book uh, that I wrote one time, but my bio autobiography on the back, it says kindness is, is love with work boots on, you know, in other words, anything we do, it, it takes effort, you know, it takes effort to, to learn to be kind. You think we'd be kind naturally. Some people probably are more than others, but you know, we have to overcome this human selfish self. And um, we, so, you know, I just learned to do it a little bit at a time and it really adds up after a while, you know, but again, it's these fears. So <clears throat> this was good. We had this talk today. It was, it was popped in. So I'm just guessing that somebody yeah. on somebody around said, this is what we need well, to talk about. Let's even and, talk about this in relationship now, because that's usually the most important um, thing in our lives is the person we're close to our spouse or our kids or something. And, and when you think about it to, to be a little bit better of a husband or wife, you know, a lot of people go, Oh, that's going to take work. Okay. What do you want? You know, you got to put those work boots on, you know, you have to start doing more kind things to your spouse more. Oh, we, uh, we had a blast. It was uh, Patty's birthday uh, last Saturday and um, we went to Carmel for uh, two nights uh, and uh, 
she's, you know, because she's such a <laughs> money-making machine. You know, we went, it was like 350 bucks a night, this one place we stayed in. But it had this, oh, man, it was so worth it. It was this huge room, most comfortable bed, been in it a long time. And we had this, we had our own deck that, that was about three blocks from the ocean, but it was high enough and we could hear, we'd leave the, both nights we left the doors open because we could hear the ocean, you know, and then we'd sit out on the patio and just watch, you know, it was just, wow, it was so cool, you know. So, um, you know, and, and, and there I could feel that I'm, I was even a little bit sad in a way, not sad in a bad way, but I could feel another shift coming, like another change coming where I'm going to have to let go of some old things. Oh, whew. and that talked about the dream that I had just last night too. I was playing in a casino <laughs> and just before I had to leave, I hit this giant jackpot. I was like triple bar, triple bar, triple bar or something. And it was supposed, it was like $500, you know, but it was time for me to leave. So I just left it in the machine. Just figured, well, I'll just come back and start tomorrow, you know? So I went back the next day and nobody could find that machine where I left the money. And man, I was like, I was not letting go of it. I was, I was like, well, you know, we're, I'm going to, and then I realized I'm dreaming and I'm, but I, I still couldn't let go of that, that money that I'd won. They tried to give me this other machine, but it only had like 500 coins. And I knew I had way, way more than that. So because I knew it was some kind of lesson, I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here? Why can't I let go of this? You know, like maybe I just lost it. So what? But I, I just, I was, I was just like, like a, I couldn't let go of that. So finally I went back into the dream. I got the money. And I made myself go around to like the poor all over town and everyone I'd give, I'd give a coin to until I was empty, you know, and like, it was like, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> I'm giving all my money away. <laughs> so I could tell that there was something in me that sometimes wants to hang on to things. And I think they're kind of telling me right now, come on, just loosen up, let go. It's not important. Give it to give it to others instead of keeping it for yourself or something. So I kind of analyzed it while I was in the dream, you know. I think has something to do. Maybe Natasha has a has something. I have a thought. I have a thought. I have a thought. What do you get, Kevin? I'll let you go first. I'll, Kevin. Go, I'll go first, and then you can tell them what's really going on. <laughs> no, that's okay. okay. I, I'm not always right, but I have a truth. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, see, here's here's the thing, my friend, is that you have been set up. You have been set up by the universe to do anything you choose to do of a spiritual nature that you choose to do it. And I say that because you've got the background, you've been, a, you've been on stage, you're a ventriloquist, you're a comedian, you are a motivational speaker, even if, if it was just a comedy, comedy routine. Yeah. And you also are married to a lovely lady who does very, very well and, and make sure that uh, the bank accounts covered and which gives you the freedom. Freedom is a big word for me. It gives you the freedom yeah. to do what you are designed to do. Natasha, you you go, girl. Just a sec. I got to get the sunlight. Wonderful. The wonderful, wonderful sunlight. Totally out of my... It's coming around the corner here. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so I think you're on the right track about that. That there's, for one, you have made a... Um, you got to where you wanted to go. But then you walked away. So there again is that I made my goal, but do I really want it? Oh, I'm going to write that one down. You know, it's that, it's that, you know, it's like 
going on to Oprah and then getting sick right before you go on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that, it's that, that self-sabotaging that we all do when we get our goals and we all get what we want. There's that self-sabotage. Do I really want to do that? Yes, it would have been a whole lot easier for me just to be able to come home from work, cook dinner and read a book and then, you know, go to bed, you know, but that's not my calling. That's not my soul. Get up and go. That's not my soul like ah, moment, you know, type of thing. And so with that, but then you realize when you went back, wait a minute, I really want it. Mm. So now when you have this moment, kind of like with you getting asked, you know, do you want to be on this board? The best thing you could have done was email them back and say, yes, yet. It's not a yes, but it's a yeah. yes, yet. Yeah. Yes, I want to I want to do it, but yet I need some more information. Yeah. And so with that, you've actually walked through part of that dream that you already had because you said yes at the moment instead of walking out of the casino. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then going back and then realizing I was already there and it's a little it's a little harder now to get back to where I was. Yes. With, with I backtrack Exactly. And so like with Sue, with her dream, she had a dream about how um, that there was um, finding out that a celebrity dancer, Julian Hugo Huff, Huff died. Um, oh, but in my dream, stars? what's that? Is she from Dancing with the Stars? Julianne Huff or something? I she was she was a long time a movie star dancer. Oh. Um, she's been around for a long time. But in my dream, her name was Adriana. Um, or Adriana. Adriana. Thank you. Names are always my whew, uh, weird but random. Well, I know, Sue, that, that you have been struggling through so much. And you put it out here on, on you know, my show and, and, you know, did some work that, you know, with you struggling through some of your stuff that you've, you dancing you wanting to dance there's a part of you that wants to dance that part of you that still wants to be free you know just to be young again to you know it's that kind of you know you know be like in the in a convertible just having fun you know listening to music just it's that part of us that wants to to be free and that's usually what dancing is about is that freedom to just swing and move and and with all that dancing um and, and yet at the same time, though, the person who passed away, look at the part of you that has died off and see who see that part of you that that has died off. Now, what part of you can be rebirthed into doing a new song and dance, a new breath of fresh air, a new grace of a, of, of who you are, because there's. There's a part of you, like you were saying, that yes, dancing from the stars, young and a yeah, young woman. So with that, that she was young, but there was a part of you that that you maybe thought died off too early. You know, there's parts of us that that die every day. You know, and endings with new beginnings. There's always a part of us that that you know, like for me, you know, my arms kind of went wonky when I was young in my early twenties, late teens. And so it, it gave me, it didn't give me a chance to do certain things. And there was a part of me that they had to go through the grief process of not being able to do certain things, even though my young body knew it could, but I couldn't. And so there's that, 
that death process that I went through to rebirth into, oh, but now look at what I get to do. I may not be able to do that, but I can go over here and do this another way. And so finding a way to manage that and be freer, it's that finding joy again. You know, dancing sometimes for certain people, it's about joy. And if you watch a real dancer, it's that, that it's, it's like me being on the show. It, it's that, that inner singing, that inner calling, that inner peace that we have. And, and it's just that moment where we just move where we can move, if that can help you out. Um, I don't, I was just looking at Julianne Hutt's stuff. I don't think she died. <laughs> I could be oh. wrong, but I think she's still with us. And you're right. She was a uh, Dancing with the Stars person in like 2007, 2008. Um, so, but in, anyway, so it's a, it's a rest. Many times in our dreams, it's not a real thing that happens. It's a representation, right? It's, it's a metaphor. It's a, it's a, a it's an inner, action with it's an interaction with our subconscious what does our subconscious really want us to do or what is it something that we are trying not to sabotage ourselves with or are or is there a part of us that has to be recognized like you kevin to move forward you know it's that it's that always something about that that moving <laughs> forward piece and we're in this big jump that if we're fearful of jumping forward, it's going to sabotage a lot of people out there, I sense. And and that's sad because there's so many people that that they really want it. At the same time, though, can they really produce it? By the way, Susan yelled at me. Yeah, in caps. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Somebody, Susan, somebody listening right now? Yeah, Susan. Yeah, Susan Snyder. Is that one of your clients, Natasha? Yes. Mm -hmm. she, she's been here before. Yes. Oh, yes. that's cool. Yeah, she we should come on. We should. Yeah, she she come on sometime. We'll just talk to her. Yeah, you she know, uh, she was at, uh, on my show twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, maybe Susan will chime in if she's had a dream that she wants to get some sort of interpretation maybe from the, the three of us maybe we can help her figure out something well that was that I dancing dream that i just talked about yeah is that her dream yes oh if I you see. go into um if you go into the comments not the private chat but the comments you'll see it oh see i didn't even know that it's right there oh my gosh susan yeah <laughs> i do that i i i, I check that out it's funny nice. how me with technology, I have been given so much information to people about technology. Like me, who struggles with technology 99% of my life, <laughs> yeah. now on the other side of that. I'm like, going, you know, wow. <laughs> I, I'd like to call you out on that just to touch if I can. Because when we first met, I was doing um, the podcast and I was doing it on uh, um, uh, Podbean. And I wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't doing any video. I wasn't doing anything. And because somebody got in my ear and would not let it go, I'm now doing video. <laughs> and we're on a we're on a wonderful platform and and all that and all that. Because you I kind of um drug me along. <laughs> 
I did. Well, you know, when I kind of get drug along by the angels who say, this is kind of you doing this hell or high water. And I'm like, going, okay. And so, yeah, I kind of didn't let the, I didn't get my foot off the gas pedal pretty much all summer. <laughs> Kevin, and, oops. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Well, you got to figure it out. Well, I don't know how to figure it out. Well, you got to, I'll look on online and well, and she was, she, but you were, you were, you were dynamic and you were right. That's <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I got more information, a little more information this week on the uh, vaccines <clears throat> from the others, from people who have been to the other side and came back and, another viewpoint kind of that they kind of say over there, they're saying, well, the vaccine was invented by humans for humans. And, you know, if you think it'll do you some good, then maybe it'll do you some good. And if you don't, don't do it. It's like individual choice. Um, but they didn't really, they wouldn't really say, no, oh, this is bad or this is going to kill everybody or anything like that. It's just saying, well, you humans invented it for you guys. Just decide what you want to do. They didn't make a big deal about it. So, that's what I needed to hear. So, because uh, Patty just got her vaccine today, and her son is, uh, who's a, a really well-known chef in the area, um, he is uh, getting his. I think Patty's helping him get his today. They might even be out doing that now. So, she said, "Regan, when are you going to get yours done?" And I, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe I'll get it done. So I'm going to have mine done on probably Thursday. So. You know, if I'm if I'm on the show and I'm going hot next next Monday and I'm going like this, and you'll know it's because of the shot. <laughs> nah, I don't think you, going, you know. <laughs> yeah, See, that's that's the thing about you know having fear around something. Like I know a lot of people go yeah. into fear with surgery. I know that a lot of people go into fear with getting shots, or they go into fear with having a job interview, and having that anxiety i'm going to call it around doing something can actually cause something not to work as well yeah and you know like for me going into the dentist i don't necessarily like going into the dentist i but at the same time though i put on this persona of saying i'll be safe i'll be good i'll know what to do i'll i'll be the better me and every time that i've done that then Instead, because usually it takes like five shots in my if he's going to do a crown on me or something like that, because I'm Novocaine doesn't really affect my body and drugs don't go well together. Um, and so with that, that and so if I go into it more with that grace, then it takes more three shots than five. So there's a difference between the body fighting something and working with it. And and it's just it. And but that's where we have to really. I, I loved how um, Martha Norwalk mentioned this about how she checked in with asking questions. If I had a, a hundred thousand dollars in front of me, would I do something? And she said, "Well, you know, I kind of would." And she was talking about the shots, and I did that, and I said, "Hell no," <laughs> because I know my body says no. This yeah. is not in alignment with me. There's something that tells me. This won't, but I have so many allergens. I mean, I took six IB, regular ibuprofen in one day at different interviews and my stomach went into spasms for three days. So it's like, I don't do, I don't do well with, with anything coming in my body <laughs> and sometimes not even food. And so with that, that it's just one of those things that we just kind of have to do with what is right for us. 
Yeah. But I can tell you, I don't get flu. I've had flu twice in my life. You know, I don't, I don't get sick. I have this natural ability. And so if I take something, actually, it almost hinders me being healthy. Well, that's why I think they're saying, you know, everybody's got to figure it out for themselves Mm -hmm. because everybody's different, you know? Um, So, and I don't know if it's fear or if I just don't want to go along with like a sheep, you know, to the, uh, you know, just because everybody says and blah, 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 blah. And, and they're doing stuff. And I did read something on Dr. McCullough's website, or no, it was something from his website that someone emailed me, another friend, and it was all this awful stuff about the vaccine this week. I guess he's he's the most uh, out front there naturopath in the country right now. And so if you look him up, Dr. McCullough, you'll have people raving about him, and you'll have people that are traditional medicine people talk about he's just a quack, you know. But that's that's been the natural, you know, the doctors and the the medicine side and the naturopath side ever since the uh, early 1900s have been at war, you know. And I, I did watch a video on how that all came to be. It's like when someone invented this chemical stuff, one of, it was either Vanderbilt or one of the rich Rockefellers, or I'm not sure which one to get credit to, but they started funding schools uh, for medicine because there's so much money to be made. And they refused to fund naturopathic schools. So all everything was on the medicine, the medicine, the medicine. You got to do this because of the money thing. And these naturopathic schools, a lot of them went out of business, and because they they couldn't get funding, you know. So you know, right off the bat, that's got me, you know, on the side of the naturopaths. Um, so, but I'm taking right now. You know, I have about. I went on and found out five things that are supposed to be good to keep the immune system up so that you don't get sick. And one of them was a, uh, a from some sort of mushroom and, and then vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, mm-hmm. Zinc uh, and D. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that's the thing is, is that we have to find out, you know, what is it about this? You know, is it about doing what everybody else is doing? You know, is it about doing what what's better for me? And and I find the more that I can ask a question and then ask, well, why why is it so much that it bothers me to be doing what everybody else is doing? And then uh, then find out what that answer is and then yeah. then ask that question. Well, why is it that, you know, it, it's bothering me because of that and keep going back. And you never know really what that you, you what the root is, through, the root of the question or the root of that scenario feeling is. And yeah. and many a times it's something that's like, why is that bothering me? <laughs> you know, and yeah. and I agree with you that, it you know, I don't like doing things that everybody else is doing, but I've been that way my whole life yeah well uh, i figure i had you know tetanus shots and i had uh shots for smallpox and all that when i was young and uh you know so uh oh looks like we have somebody else there oh ver- zinc yes zinc i'm taking mm-hmm. zinc too yeah, yes i think you have to watch to not take too much of that but they say zinc is really good so mm-hmm. it's is that that. very wine with zinc mm-hmm. Elderberry, yep, with um, zinc is very good for your uh, immune system. Yep. Monica. Very wine. That would be not probably. Elderberry was, oh, I didn't see the elderberry part. Okay, elderberry. Now, is that, elder, were you just being silly, Kevin? Elderberry wine, or you just mean the, the root? No, I'm being silly. Okay. It's, so, it's, it's the elderberry. The elderberry wine, yeah. But yeah. that's again, is like, even if, even all these like 
holistic things out there. Like I walk the fine line between being very holistic and then at the same time, you know, going to a medical doctor. You know, it's like I've had both things that I've had to do. I've done the holistic side and I've done the medical side. Yeah. And yeah, I when I got sick, I got pumped with some drugs. I just didn't. I just figured, well, I'm here. I've been in the hospital. There's nothing much I could do. So I just went for it. And, you know, but I, I think I got better because of it. So. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the medical needs to take over what the holistic can't do because of of where we're at. But yet at the same time, though, check in. Like I do muscle testing. It, you know, I I put my finger in yeah. in like this, and then I try to do muscle testing. So what is my yes? And I try to pull my fingers apart. You know, and then what is my no? And I and I ask, should I take elderberry? I, I never say no would be my question. Should I take zinc? And yes, it's for zinc, you know, so it's just one of those things that should I take zinc every day? No. So it's like you can check in with what your body wants to do yeah. and how to navigate it to its greater good. And sometimes doing this kind of gets it out of the mind. You know, your body yeah. knows sometimes better than your mind does. Yeah, we talked about that before. I have a little pendulum. I found it. I lost it for a while. But I found it the other day. Uh, that um, naturopaths have for testing things on you, you know, where the thing spins one way or the mm -hmm. other way or whatever. Um, but it's just uh, in, in hypnotherapy school, we called it uh, idiometer, idi idiometer. Um, oh gosh, I forget what, what we called it, but uh, it, even in, in hypnosis, they had a way that they would, it was a form of muscle testing, like, uh, or the person would show when they're in their, in their, subconscious or something and doing mm -hmm. something that would you know have I, have I told you guys yet the, the 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 latest thing that i did i did a muscle testing thing no this um i because i do it a little differently uh than natasha i hold it like this and if it holds then it's 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 mm -hmm. a yes if it breaks it's a no yeah. And, uh, so I decided I thought to myself, well, where's this podcast going? How how big is it going to get? I ended up that it was going to make thirteen point eight million dollars. OK, because, it, <laughs> because it, it, it held it held at and it held firm at uh, you got to seven at thirteen point eight. I couldn't keep it together. Yeah. So that was so. I, but then there, that so there's a part of you that says you have it now it's making sure that the other parts of you you know your inner child your your scared self the part of you that's that you know that wants to stay put and just you know play your new video game that you bought not too long ago that you probably haven't played very much because you you said that you had time then but you don't have time now you know it's it's that asking all those parts of you to say okay i we all believe it right Yes, we all believe it. Let's go for it. You know, and so with that, we just, you know, we don't know exactly how we can do it sometimes, but we just got to keep asking questions. Who is afraid of going? And if we hear, I am, then you know that there's a part of you that's saying, yes, I'm afraid. And you just got to move forward or, you know, say, okay, let's move forward. Let's get in alignment with this because we're worthy of it. We have we are in alignment with it because that's the thing. A lot of people don't feel like they're worthy of that. Hardly anybody does because you know, yeah. yeah, and it saddens me because we're all worthy of having what we deserve. 
Now, if we're millionaires and we decide to drive a 68 Ford pickup, who cares? We're worthy of being a millionaire with a 56, you know, with an old Ford pickup. You know, it's it's just one of those things that we never know how to be in alignment with it. We don't have to do what everybody else says. It's about doing what what's right for us. You know, a great yeah. lesson to learn there is, and I don't know if you've heard this this report, but but a lot of people who win the lottery and win it big lose their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not taking they 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 don't do everything that they need to do to take care of themselves and to make those changes. So it doesn't matter how much money you have if you don't have it if you don't, aren't set up to do it correctly, then you you're liable to lose it. Yeah, um, yeah, boy. If Patty was on here right now, she's uh, studied all about that. She calls it the um, it's a person's set point of happiness. In other words, it's what they what they have this this point and anytime they get anything that goes beyond that they always go back to where their set point is no matter you know because they haven't changed their consciousness along with this other thing so if they get all these millions that somehow or another they'll find themselves all the way back to uh, you know having the car outside that's on jack stands and whatever if that's where their consciousness is you know Um, and I forget but it was something that she studied and it had to do with business uh, and uh, wealth, you know, ha, ha, um, why some people become wealthy and others don't when they have the same opportunities. And it's just that, um, you know, unless you, ch- if you get a chance to be, have more money, then you have to change your consciousness to be equal to that. Or otherwise you're just going to rebound to the same spot you were before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and I find the same thing with people who, um who were skinny and they decided that their bodies decided to be heavier or heavier decided to be lighter you know it's not it's that seeing who we are in the moment that we're in it and being in alignment being worthy of it being uh accepting of sometimes we have to accept where we're at and then move forward or move back or move sideways or move up or down. You know, it doesn't matter where we move within reason. It's that accepting to say, okay, from here, I need to shift something in my life to do better. Yeah. And, yeah, and we don't do that enough. You know, that acceptance right this minute to move forward. Okay, this hurts. I don't like it. I'm mad. Okay, what can I do different now to move forward? You know, and then you do it. You know, it's that it's that accepting just for well, a second. The same, yeah, the same thing. It's, it's with uh, we're talking about with money. Uh, that same scenario happens with every else thing in our life. Like if you're in a relationship and you screw up and you just decide to bail on the relationship, you go get another relationship. If you haven't changed anything in yourself, you're right back to where you started again. You're going to do it all over again. So. And what maybe we're saying then over the last few weeks, too, that, um, uh, you know, you can't change something with the same consciousness that created the problem in the first place. Right. So um, I know with me, with uh, the two marriages I had that that actually caused me to look at myself and I did a lot of work. And then same thing with the second, you know, the marriage. And even though, um, you know, they didn't uh, last, apparently, or obviously, um, because of that, um, each relationship I went into, I knew I, I did work in between counseling, boom, change, did, you know, shadow work, men's work and everything. So, uh, that I progressed. So I didn't make the same mistakes again, you know? So, um, we all got to, all got to change. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that, that you, <laughs> it's interesting, Regan, that you would bring that up because we're, we're both a little longer in the tooth. I no more want to have a relationship than fly to the moon and eat some green cheese. That's, I, I just really am quite happy not having to deal with another human being within my space because I, then it allows me more space to have, to have relationships with other human beings. Yeah. Well, you know, you're getting, you're still, you're still getting it. Um, whether you're, uh, married or if you're, uh, in a, you know, some people uh, that are single where they get all their learning from is, is interacting with their coworkers and things, you know, that bring up the same things they would have gotten in a marriage. So, yeah. And so some people are just meant to be single, but, uh, other times, sometimes it would get back to fear again. Right. Natasha, it's like, he kept, I mean, it could be Kevin's just afraid because he knows if he gets in a relationship, someone's going to show him all of the dirt that, you know, they're going to mirror for him everything that he could maybe fix. And that may be part of him doesn't want to do that. Or hey, Kevin, in this lifetime, he learned his lesson and he doesn't want to do it again. <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, it's like the checklist going through a life when he, when he, when he came into it, got married, had kids, needed to do what I needed to do. Check. I'm on to something else. <laughs> well, I used to tell people I was married 20 years the first time, 10 years the second time. So I would open people would say, were well, you getting married again? Says, yeah, this time it's going to be for five, then two and a half. And then I'm done. <laughs> you know, I keep having it. I was married for 24 years and it was the happiest six months of my life. Yeah. <laughs> she, so, but we were good for about the first 15 years. You know, I mean, it's, it's rare that I think that a soul comes down here that's not going to interact with anybody. That would be a really rare thing. I mean, even in the afterlife with all the people I have there, they can't wait to get back to their soul group, you know, to these souls that they love, these people that interact with them from different lifetimes and different things. And you have all kinds of relationships in heaven, in a sense, that are just magical and wonderful, you know. So um, although... Uh, you know, some of them come down without their soulmate just because they have to learn certain things on their own and not have a significant relationship in this life or maybe some what we call sub soulmates, you know, other people that they really care about that they can learn some things from. Um, but I think, uh, I think that the souls that are coming down now, they've done that work already. You know, when the planet was left populated you know, I know that there's probably some people who chose to do different work of of quietness and yeah. inner soul work and and that kind of thing. Where now, I don't think that that's the journey of the soul. I think the journey of the soul is really, you know, I'm witnessing a lot of people learning to clean up a lot of their things that they needed to clean up to move forward into this enlightenment that we're going to be moving into this. I don't want to call it the Aquarian age because I think that's putting a different context on it than what it's really, it's that, that part of us that's, that's calling, we're all calling in this, this let's just be love with each other. Let's be kind with each other. Let's have grace with each other. Let's, let's have that, that unity of, of, of just belonging together that we're going to have the, the, it's going to take a moment to get there and it's working through a lot of these things. This, what is this past life here to teach me? What are we supposed to be looking at? We're in a big, we haven't been this spiritual on a planet 
except for back in the before really um the christians came on this planet you know what i mean it's like you know a lot of the druids and, and uh, we were spiritual then and we're coming back to that moment in modern day form i'm gonna have to play the host now and because one of us has to leave mm. and i'm gonna we can get the your information out the okay. young man you're free to go okay yeah it'd be good to see see uh see my son again um Big story there too. Boy, I wish he was here today. He could really use a reading from Natasha big time. He's uh, <clears throat> just lost his job because of COVID. Um, um, and it's a, it's a job that he didn't really like anyway. So, but it, it was, uh, you know, technical, uh, you know, he was doing computer repair work for people online, you know, and then he managed other people, that, you know, other guys that were doing it all over the country. Uh, but um, he wants to do something um, to help, like he's thinking of getting with a nonprofit organization or something that can, where he can actually be with people and, and do something like that. So I, you know, I said, well, probably the good thing is that you lost your job because you're probably going to find something, but it's a little scary right now, you know. You'll find something better. Yeah, yeah um, he um, mentioned to him about looking into these organizations that maybe are helping kids with technology. Oh, I will tell him that. Yeah, because grab that out of out of your left ear. Yeah, yeah. See, that would be something because then he'd be helping, and he has the knowledge and skill there. Very good. Natasha. And and if he, and that might be a door. You know, get him through this doorway right now because he's using something that he already knows. But then yeah. he's moving into something that's got a higher calling, and then he can maybe as things shift and change, then he can kind of feel out where to go from there. Yeah, he's always really thought that, you know, he's he's doesn't belong here. You know, he says, I'm from some other planet. He says, I don't belong here. Uh, and never really quite felt in. But, boy, he's turned out really, he's just got a beautiful heart, you know, beautiful soul. So it would be good to see him. Okay, so people can get a hold of me at visittheafterlife.com. Um, those people that are watching right now, if they've been to Visit the Afterlife, they may have seen the videos already. But um, there's some really cool stuff on there about, seeing how we have these new techniques now where in a deep state of relaxation, which almost everyone uh, can achieve, uh, you can easily view past lives and then go from there to heaven and back, you know, ask questions, visit loved ones that have passed on. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just so easy for, for the majority of people. And it, it, uh, what it does is it removes a lot of fear because you realize that you chose this life, you realize you chose the obstacles because you had to learn something. Mm -hmm. So instead of playing victim, you start to become like, okay, I got to get, I got to get going here and see what I got to learn from these lessons and everything. So uh, my book, three hours, 33 minutes in heaven, which is there, you can get through Amazon, a bunch of other bookstores. And it's just about my personal journey. When I went there, spent three hours, over three hours in heaven, came back and how life changing it was for me. And if I could do it, anybody could do it. Because, you know, I'm, I'm just a head case. I'm so much in my left brain. It was hard for me to let go. But when I finally did, it was amazing. So anyway, visit theafterlife.com. And there's a free book on there right now you can request about all the current research they're doing in reincarnation that kind of proves reincarnation. So um, that's free on there right now. Keeping it free for a while. By the way, you forgot to mention that you're also a, an esteemed member of the board of the Newton Institute. You forgot. Well, to I may be. We'll see. They've, they've asked me if I want to, you know, maybe apply. 
You're in the yet so, moment. You're in the yet moment. Yeah. <laughs> just, just insight that Natasha had today. So anybody listening there, Natasha has wonderful insight because she cleared up a couple of things for me today. So thanks, Natasha. You're more than welcome. Blessings to you. You're, <laughs> you're, both, are, you're both are helping mold me. <laughs> well, we'll bring it forward. Yeah. False evidence appearing real. So don't right. don't be. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pick up. Have a few days with my son, who I rarely get to see. So I'll tell you how it went next week. Good. Good. Right. Blessings. Well, you guys. Bye. See you later. And say uh, bye, Susan and Veronica. <laughs> nice <laughs> of us to chime in. We love having you listening. Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye. See you later. And, uh, and that's, that's, he really is, I, you know, help me here because I don't, I don't understand. He has been, uh, working with the Newton Institute for many years. He has been doing hypnotherapy with people doing life between lives. It seems to me that joining the, uh, um, council and being a member of the, of the group that could affect positive change would be something he would jump all over. Why isn't he? You know, sometimes here or is it, is it sometimes, sometimes when we are in the crossroads that like for me, if I got onto a board of spiritual work, would my spirit want that? It may not because I feel like for me, like I've always seen myself being on something like TED Talks, which is this platform. You know, this is a a compromise or a, um, a, a, it's on the same path as TED Talks or something like that. Where me being in meetings all the time, yes, would bring greater good to many. But yet at the same time, though, I feel like, I've always had that calling to be the hand reaching out a hand for someone to move from here to here. And, and with that, that if that's his calling is to be on the board, then, you know, maybe that will might take him away from doing clients, which is more his sole calling. So he's checking in to see which path is more in alignment. Does him being on the board allow him still to do this part of him that is is still calling into doing doing the the work individual or with groups? You know, it's one of those things that that you know he just he shines when he talks about his sessions. Oh, I know, but but on the other hand, <laughs> see that's the one hand. On the other hand, he has the ability. The to- ability. The ability doesn't always mean that it's the calling. But he has the calling, okay. <laughs> but he, but see, he, the thing is, I know that Regan wants to affect change in as many people as possible. He can do a much bigger job of affecting change from there than he can do working one person at a time. That's just that's just my opinion. But then I'm all about multimedia, and I want to I want to get as many people involved as possible and that kind of thing. So maybe it's maybe it's just a little bit different there. Well, and I think that that it. There's the yes and. Right. Yeah. You know, and and so he's still in the finding out his information is if he can do the yes and. And he will. He'll be you know, and, and so, you know, it's that pretense of, 
you know, I can't really say yes until I have all the information. And so he's wise about getting information instead of jumping in with two left feet or two feet and then finding out, wait a minute, uh, this is not really my calling. You know, so it's always wise before we jump in to not necessarily say no, but say yes yet. By the way, you just said that correctly when you when you you think thought you misspoke. You you spoke correctly when you said jumped in with both of my left feet. <laughs> that was actually a really profound statement right there. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but so, you know, it's that it's that statement of yet. You know, sometimes I have to find out something because I yet I can't make a decision yet. And that's part of this moving forward. After the spring equinox, I feel like the, the, it's like a horse race. It's like, let's get going. Let's get us in the gate and let's get us going. Because I know that I have a quarter horse and a thoroughbred and a Mustang and, you know, a mountain horse that can really do the work here to go the long haul, the short haul and, and everything. It's just moving forward to getting into the gate to get there. And it's just becoming in alignment with it. And we're we're all in this moment where if the more information we can get, the better off we'll be. No question. It's always good to have information, but it's always good to listen to the information that you're given because a lot of times we don't. We don't. We really don't. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, I listen to so much the uh, the animals that interact with me the um the you know the songs i listen to i listen to the voices in my head <laughs> that are positive <laughs> you know it's like you know and and a lot of us get told intuitively things but they always listen to the negative voices which are not our guides and our angels no it's the positive ones you know, like Veronica was emailed me and I apologize for not getting back to you. I kind of took Sunday as a selfish day for myself that, you know, with Veronica, she said that she had a bunch of sparrows, uh, wallows or sparrows. I got to check the email again. And that, that were in front of her and she checked in, she Googled what that meant. And, you know, that was the greatest gift she could have done for herself because she was finding out the information for her to do the work that she needed to do so that the message was for her you know i can totally give it but we're doing a class together about her finding you know about her bringing up her intuitive gifts and so for her to find out her own information that's where doing the pendulum outside of us works but muscle testing muscle testing actually is finding the answer inside of us mm -hmm. and so with that that doing intuitive work yes doing the work outside of us is just as good, but then there's going to be a time where we need to start trusting that inner voice. Exactly. Exactly. And, and when you say, when I, or when I say, and I, I told this to my sister, my mother, uh, you, uh, Regan, um, Veronica, and, and, and I've told a bunch of people that, uh, this podcast is going to generate $13.8 million, not mm -hmm. seven, not nine, 13.8. And it's going to be, um, a, a, I wouldn't say a huge hit, but it's going to be uh, a big enough hit to where that's going to generate that kind of income. Mm -hmm. And the only way that that will absolutely positively come true is if I believe it and say it and live it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And do what's exactly. necessary. 
Sarah to make sure that happens. Yes. Uh, was it Jim Carrey uh, wrote himself a check for a million dollars, put it in his pocket, and a year later he had a, mo uh, a movie, and that was his salary. Yep. I, I, he's, he's one that I need to have on. I would love to have him on. I do too. I, I, I think he's amazing. That's why, that's why I have my dream board, my vision board that I have that has me talking. It's all about me talking and, and money and, and it's not necessarily money, but it's money from heaven. It's that um, road to wealth and it's the saving money. It's the whole piece. And I have this vision board. I've had this vision board for what, five, three years now. And I can tell you that every time I've put it where I can see it regularly, you came into my life. I've had other things coming into my life. And I am one, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about this, that I took an F in high school because I couldn't stand up and talk in front of people. See, now that that is really is something spectacular that you have accomplished because sometimes I can't get you to shut up. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> My husband's finding the same problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it isn't just me. But, but the fact about it, when you told me at one time that you were so shy, you had no friends growing up, and you were a single child, and that the the first guy that even looked at you correctly, the, you married him because you didn't think anybody else would be there for you. Uh, the, and it was like, you look at you now and you look at how well-spoken you are and how confident you are. And it's like, that's not the same person. My husband said, after my mom passed away, I'm not the same woman he married because this is the, the flipping over the, over the box. I took all, everything that I put in the box in my earlier life, you know, depression, sadness, um, fear, all that. I flipped it over and looked at the things that were on the bottom of the box that I wanted, didn't want to see definitely. And I dealt with those first. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I, I dealt with the needing to rebirth myself. I dealt with the, the anger of being left out and being bullied and all those things that were in the bottom of the box, you know, that just kind of, you know, you just kind of keep covering over cause you don't want to look at. And, and this is what it ended up being <laughs> a more um, happier person. Well, and it's in, and, and quite honestly, you, you, you're not done yet. You, you're, you're, you're about half baked. So I am, you're, I know, you're, I know. That's why I have, uh, I have like about four planets in the, in the house of, um, of death and rebirth. <laughs> so guess what my life journey is about endings with new beginnings. <laughs> Well, and, and, and very soon there's going to come a time when um, you're going to be able to, to command a little bit more, you know, even, even just to hang out and to do this for a period of time that somebody will find you and somebody. So tell me about this book thing. What's it, what's that about? I, I, I'm choosing to not in, I, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it because I, it has not come forth and I am quite the opposite. The more I talk about it, the more it does come true. <laughs> so I, if I just put it out there, then I'm in alignment with it and that all pieces of the puzzle will come forth that as I navigate through this 
uh, and believe in myself that it will come true. It's I have found that a lot of my work is more actions speak louder than words in my in my life, and so it's me following through with my actions will lead this to to come forth. Okay, well then I'll I'll ignore it for the moment, but I'm going to incessantly bother you until you tell me. You know. <laughs> Well, I will, I will, um, I will engage with that when the time comes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I know that Veronica is here and, uh, and, uh, uh, Susan is here, but this is from other people that, uh, don't know you yet. And how do they get a hold of you? They can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. That is my website. And they can reach me at Natasha at angelicclarifications.com. That's my email. I do have time for sessions. I know it sounds like I'm a very busy woman. I actually do have time for sessions and I actually block it out in my in my schedule. So as we I move forward in life, I so enjoy helping someone engage with their life, getting them out of huh to oh. It's just one of those things that we all have those moments. You've actually seen me on these moments when I was on my own show on Wednesday. That we all have moments that, that take our legs out from underneath us. Or that like I was helping another client who was interacting with some things that were going on in our house. And, and just getting a perspective that the angels and guides can give her was just amazing to see her go, oh. I got an idea how I can manage this now. Thank you. Instead of feeling like everything was just, you know, on top of her and she just couldn't get a breath. And that is my wish and my want is to just get, allow somebody to have a breath in their life because we're all going somewhere and we need, and the, there's a lot of inner callings that we all have and it's just us being able to manage it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's uh, Natasha Venter. This is um, my name is Kevin McDonald. This is my independence report. Please. Other, if, if, now, now, Veronica, if you and Susan have not subscribed to this channel, I'm going to fire you both. Um, but I'm hoping you've done, you've done that. And for anybody else, if you please would do that so that more people will um, get be able to see this channel that would be that would be just awesome so if you could do that that would be that would be great fun uh, natasha anything that you'd like to add before we go just remember that no matter what you do who you are there is so much love for you from the universe beyond the human forms that you see in front of you every day so just believe that as you walk that you are loved just remember that spark that you have inside of you because that is the dance of love. And I'd like to thank Susan and Veronica. They both have subscribed. So now their job is to uh, go out and get 10 other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good, Kevin. Blessings to everyone. Hey, you guys have a great day. and uh, Thank and you, girls. We'll see you next time, ladies. And hold on, just well, I can't I, see. I, I was supposed to have it down so that I could just go like this. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on my Independence Report.